morning, good morning, good morning. It is Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. Was it January 15th? Um, it's a little after 5.30. Been up for a little bit. Obviously got my uh, leadership reading in. I'm actually getting ready to do some, some yoga, some stretching, and then head to the office. We got a, a training with the group today, which uh, should be fun. But topic for today, most of you, hopefully most of you, um, if you follow me on social media, you've seen a post I put up the other day, and typically you can get a feel for what topics are coming through my podcast by seeing what the what posts I'm putting on social media or what themes you're seeing. Um, the post today, or the post today, <laughs> the podcast today um, is if you didn't earn it, you shouldn't feel entitled to it. But I say that, um, I won't give the, the context to it, but we'll just go ahead and jump into it because I'm kind of rushing this morning. Uh, but literally a sense of entitlement, I, I truly feel like it's a bad thing. Um, initially my talking points, I put middle school or high school, but let me just switch that whole thing up and just say, as a child, I think a sense of entitlement's acceptable. Um, I don't think it's, it's a good thing, but I think it's acceptable. Um, but after you, I don't know, teens, um, mid teens, maybe even in your early twenties, who knows? Um, I think you have to start to accept that if you didn't work for it or you didn't earn it, you aren't entitled to it. And let's not confuse what I'm saying. You know, if, if you're paid to get a specific result and you didn't get that result, you know, don't get upset. I think, not even I think, I know People work hard every day and they don't always net the expected result and they don't always net the expected bonus or extra payoff or praise either. And I truly feel like that's okay. We have to get to a point where we accept, not that I'm working hard for a reward or I'm working hard for a specific outcome. You've got to get to a place of that's just who you are. Whatever I do, I'm giving 100%. And some people are going to be like, yeah, right. I'm not working hard if I'm not getting paid X, Y, Z. That's cool. That just means you will be, you will perform in certain areas, but when things get tough, you're always going to quit. So you're going to have a higher sense of entitlement because you're not going to net the same results that someone who's consistently working hard is netting. The more consistent, the more consistency you can create in your work ethic, in your um, efforts, the more likely it is that you're going to be successful, the more likely it is you're going to reap these other rewards, the more likely it is you're going to have better relationships, the more likely it is that you're going to have better outcomes. But what I'm getting at here is it's okay for you to work really hard and not net the result immediately. Like don't, you can get upset, but like, don't cry, don't complain, just get better. Like, Look at your performance, look at, even though you worked hard, What can you adjust or what do you have to tweak to net the result that you wanted? And that's not just at work. This is in life, like even dealing with family and friends and everything else that comes with life. What can you tweak in your life to make sure that you're netting the results that you want or at least on the right path to net the results that you want? And one of the things I will say is like, I think our generation I say generation, it's not necessarily a specific age group. I'm saying the age that we're in right now, I'm going to label it the participation generation. Um, it's created this, this idea um, that if I show up, I deserve whatever the winner got or whatever the top performer got or whatever the prize is. And that, that's, <laughs> that's not the case. 
you're literally, and I've said this a couple times already, you aren't entitled to anything for your effort. The only, actually, let me take that back. The only thing you're entitled to with your effort is the experience that you go through or the experience you create. And experience can be and is a valuable teacher. And you've got to look at that as what lessons am I learning as I go through these experiences. But outside of that, hard work, consistency, all of that stuff, all those buzzwords, hard work, achievement, enthusiasm, uh, work ethic, that doesn't guarantee you anything. So the sense of entitlement or the the sense of I deserve because I did X, Y, Z, start trying to cancel that out of your thought process. Try to rewire your brain that regardless of what I'm doing, I'm given 100%. I'm going to be coachable. I'm going to you know, be adaptable to the situation so I can figure out how to net the best possible results. The sense of entitlement is, is dead. Like it's, it creates bad work ethic. It's, it's not good for, for any of us. I know me basically speaking on, you know, working hard, being consistent, doing all that stuff and telling you that's not necessarily going to net you a result. That's not necessarily going to net you praise. That's not going to do anything except for guarantee inexperience. And I got air quotes around inexperience because it's not always going to be a positive experience. That doesn't make everyone happy or feel good, but that's where we need to get back to. Like we've got to be clear. I'm not just talking about kids because I feel like Adults are becoming worse than kids, and in turn, they're creating, they are. We are creating kids with the sense of entitlement that's coming from us and our laziness and our, our expectations that we're inadvertent, inadvertently communicating to them and exhibiting to them. So you've got to be more mindful of what you're creating and what you're doing and even what your mindset is around that sense of entitlement. Creating this expectation... Um, Creating that expectation for someone, it's just, if they don't know, let me back up. For children, they don't know any better. Like we learn as we go through experiences. But if you already know you have a sense of entitlement or you're not being mindful of yourself, that's a bigger problem. But you really got to look at how are you wired? Like when you step into something, is it if I showed up, I get it, I deserve it? No, it can't be the show up I get. It's got to be, you got to win to get the reward. And I say this, like, I don't want people to have the mindset of just because someone can do for you, they have to do for you because they, they definitely don't. Most of the time when people have things, they've worked to get them. And don't get me wrong. People get things inherited to them or passed down to them and that kind of stuff. But for the most part, people work for what they have. So you've got to do the same thing. On that other hand, though, <laughs> if you have uh, been able to accumulate or accomplish things or put yourself in a situation where you're you're blessed and you can help people, you should do that as well. But it help doesn't <laughs> let me re- rephrase this and let me be clear with this. Help doesn't necessarily mean do. So just because you're in a situation financially to give someone some money or you're in a situation where you can do something for someone, that's not always the best, uh, the best answer. A lot of times it's being able to teach them new traits, new behaviors, give them new tools so they can be successful to do on their own. And if it's your, your friend, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your neighbor, like whoever, again, if it comes down to, to always needing money or always needing a specific resource, 
maybe you should teach them how to manage that resource or teach them how to accumulate that resource. Because if you if you keep giving them, we'll use money because that's the easiest one and probably the most common. If you use money, it creates a sense of entitlement and you end up giving money to people when they don't really need it. And then they actually, and then when they actually need it, you may be at a point where you're like, I'm not giving it to them anymore because you're seeing the behaviors that they're exhibiting. It's not helping them save or accumulate money. It's encouraging them to blow, but they've, you've become a crutch for them. So they have no problem coming to you to ask for different things because you've consistently given it to them. So you've got to look at how do you help people get better in those spaces? So they're not reliant on you and they don't have a sense of entitlement. And even if you take, take money out of it, and say it's one of your coworkers who's consistently under, underperforming at something that, that you're good at. Stop doing the actual task for them. Like help them get better at that specific task so they can start doing it themselves. And then even maybe they can help or pass that trait or teach that skill or skill set to someone else to help the group, the greater group, get better. But so often we, we as people go to the extremes Um, and with the extremes, it's either, it's one or the other. Um, we're either not willing to help and almost have an attitude that someone has asked for something or that, you know, they aren't performing, you know, we almost have an attitude, like they even asked for something, or we have an attitude that they're not performing at a certain level and they're asking you for something. But there's also that complete other side of the spectrum where we go overboard and instead of, helping someone get to where they want to be, we just do the task for them or give them whatever it is. And now you're creating a bigger deficiency because not only can they not do for self, they're they're starting to create a higher sense of entitlement and dependency on others to do their work for them or have an expectation that if they're not able to do it, it's okay. They're they're not developing that, that, uh, I'll say grit, to figure it out. And I think some of that, as I said earlier, it boils down to a mindset of if I can't do this now, am I just going to get uninspired and quit and expect others to do it? Or am I going to develop a sense of, uh, a sense of finish? Like you really look at things and say, okay, I can't do this, but what skill sets do I need to acquire or who can help me develop the skill sets? So I am able to do this eventually, or I'm able to do this soon. But again, a lot of people don't do that. It's just, oh, I can't do it. I'm just, just not going to. And they let that skill set just lack in, I think, our society. And we I keep saying we, but a lot of professional develop, a lot of those that work in professional development, motivational speakers, teachers, coaches, managers, directors, VPs, um, educators, we always say work on your strengths. And that's cool. You can work on your strengths. Like, I think that's that's a great trait to do or a great hobby, a great, <laughs> a great habit. But at the same time, if you think you're going to get to a different level or a new level without developing your weaknesses, you may need to reconsider that thought process. Get rid of that. Just work on your strengths. There's a reason those things aren't good. Yeah, there's a reason those things aren't good because you haven't tried to develop them. If you want to accomplish different things, you have to develop some of those weaknesses and at least make them an average, like have an average skill set with them, if not make them great, because you're not going to be able to elevate to those, those new levels, keeping the exact same skill set or only strengthening the strengths that you currently have. And if you've, if you've grown accustomed to 
people always helping and always doing for you, you've got to get, you've got to create a, a sense of independence. Like you've got to start doing things by yourself to develop one, some thick skin because you're going to have some failures Two, you just got to get better. And if you're in that space of on the other end of that, if you're always in that space of coming to rescue, uh, if you're always in that, if you're always coming to rescue people, you're basically teaching them that they don't have to get better. They just have to ask you. And if you're someone that, that's perfectly healthy and a solid mindset and, re- and you're consistently relying on others for money, resources, supplies, etc., you're just lazy. And just, this may not be the, <laughs> the kindest say, thing to say, but again, it's Wednesday. W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. We're trying to get wins. You are exactly where you are as a result of the decisions you've made and the work that you did or did not do. And just because you got a rough spot in, a rough spot later in life or later than you planned on it, or even earlier in life than you planned, no one owes you anything. Like it's literally, you're responsible for you, your results, your happiness, all that. And on that other, the other hand, I know I keep saying other hand because there's two different sides of this coin. Um, when it comes to entitlement, there's those that are entitled and there's those that create the sense of entitlement for them or feed into it. But on that other hand, if you were blessed and you, if you're blessed with something or you're able to, or blessed with something or you just worked your tail off and been able to obtain some things or created a situation where you're able to bless others, be mindful of how you treat those in need. And I'm not, I'm not saying bless everyone. I'm not saying give everything that you have so that you have nothing. But what I am saying is don't burn a bridge when you're on top and expect someone to send a boat. Focus on being a good person, doing the right thing. You know, everyone, everyone's going to have their opinion. Everyone's always going to have their opinion about, you know, what you're doing, how you're doing it. But the biggest and most important thing is make sure you can look yourself in the mirror with the decisions that you're making and be confident that you're, you're making the right decisions. You're, you're making a, a positive contribution to society. You're helping people get better. And again, helping people get better is not always doing the task or giving exactly what they want. It's helping them develop the skills and traits to be successful on their own. One of the things that I think we all know is like those hard times, they build character and it, they build character and also shows character. So I would encourage you, you know, watch how someone treats you not only in their hard times, but, but after their hard times. And I'm not saying judge people when they're in their hard times, because we all experience them. And while we're experiencing them, we may act out of character because we're in a, a situation maybe we haven't been in before. Um, but once they get done with that situation, they try to come out of it. You got to watch them, you know, are they, are they building on that foundation that was set? Um, are they showing or exhibiting different behaviors and actions that can like prevent them from going back into the hardship? Are they still, are they still exhibiting the same behavior? Are they still acting like the same person they were before they got into the hardship? So, you know, that same situations going to reoccur just because of how they're acting. Pay attention to that because I think that's very important in how you're choosing your circle. And I say how you choose your circle because everyone in your circle is not going to be uber successful, but at the same time, you should have people in your in your circle that are trying to get trying to be more successful. They're they're changing their behaviors, they're learning from their mistakes, they're creating new experiences so they can get to that next level. But the other piece is call it out. Like if you if you see it, you gotta, you got to call it out. It may not always be comfortable challenging people's character, but sometimes you got to do that so they recognize like where they're at and what they're doing. 
Because literally, if you want to get better and you want those around you to be better or do better, you can't accept average or mediocre. Like when you look at your tribe or your circle, you've got to expect excellence. And like, that's one of the things with me and Zay and Tuck, like literally challenging each other, pushing each other to get to that next level. You've literally got to expect excellence and then literally settle for nothing else. When you fall short or your team members fall short, figure out why they fell short. Is there something you can do to help them? Not do it. Is there something you can do to help coach them get to the next level? It's something they can learn themselves, but make sure you're discussing it. Don't don't let those bad habits or don't let that the shortcomings become acceptable in your group. If you can take some of these nuggets and simply apply them on a regular basis, I say simply because it's not confusing. It's not complicated. It's just do you want to do it or not? Um, success, it, it won't be immediate, but it's definite. It's Wednesday's word, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. Hope everyone has a great Wednesday. Um, I know this one's a little bit shorter, but hopefully you're able to take take some notes, take some nuggets from this. Stop having the sense of entitlement. Get better. Be great. Think about it.